Welcome back, everybody, to another fine and dandy episode of a podcast that we do every week. Yeah, here we go. We have something special for you. Very special guest. He's one of a kind. Very, very special. And I'm not talking in a good way. I'm kidding. Everyone, welcome our great guest. Give him a round of applause, everybody, ladies and gentlemen. Audience applause. Put the card up. Now, but welcome Kenny Gentry to the podcast. Hello, hello. Can you say your name for us one more time? What, what was that? Introduce yourself. My name is Kenny Gentry. All right, you didn't have to do that. I just wanted you Corporal to do it. King. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> First off, throw some respect on my name. It was Sergeant, all right? Get it straight. Staff Sergeant. No, no, no. I don't know the difference. Like, nah, just different. If there's levels. anything that Kenny and I have in common, it's that we both have served. Jesus Christ. But I've served tables. <laughs> and and he, he served our country. He served our country. I don't know. If same thing. Two, They're pretty close, honestly. I, I don't thought. know if those two things are in the same conversation, but uh, whatever you helps you sleep at night. You know, we both serve, though. I mean, we both hear, like, the same thing. Like, you know, people are like, thank you for your service. And then when I do a good job, they look up at me and they say, thank you for your service. Just like that with the salute, too? Every time. <laughs> okay. okay, maybe not with the they salute. They get up and salute you when they leave the table. <laughs> it, that's how good Thank of a you job for I do. Serving us our food today. Imagine that's though, how good I am. Imagine, like, you got a military, like, officer at your table, and he, like, actually saluted you because of Thank how good you, you for did. your service. And then I'm, Thank you for your service. Oh, that would be so cringy to watch. It would be, be a beautiful <laughs> moment be for you and him, ever. but everybody else at the table would be like, I'm. So <laughs> I would be like, is this really happening right now? Are they for real? Did he really just just do that in this restaurant? <laughs> like you being okay, since you were in the military and you saw that happen, what would your like what would you think? I would be talking so much shit in my head. Yeah. I'd be like, Are you fucking kidding me? Just I feel that. One, you don't salute out in public without a hat on or without a uniform on, just it don't happen. And if you do see it happening, they're probably posers looking for attention. Because I was going to say, because, like, so I've talked to you about this before, and it's, like, I've always wondered, like, if people that have served actually like it when people come up to them for their service, uniform and stuff like that. So, like, he said, like, I don't really like using, like, my military disc. Like, it's kind of lame to me. And I was like, I mean, that's kind of makes sense, though. Like, I feel like you'd really have to want attention since, like, wear your uniform every day just to get, like, discounts on meals and shit. And what's crazy is, though, you're not allowed to wear a lot of those uniforms out in public. You can't just throw one on and just walk around all willy-nilly out there. I didn't know that. I thought there's like, rules behind uniform. each one. Oh shit! I didn't know that. I thought like you got your uniform. No. You know, I don't know I'm going to sound at risk of sounding like a dickhead, but that's usually that's usually that's yeah. Day. I mean, but look, look. So don't get me wrong. Thank you for your service to anyone, all you patriots out there. Whatever. Are we talking about? Um, Waiters or no, yeah, <laughs> all of, all of the service industry. I guess you technically are in the service industry if you're in the military. You're serving, anyways. That's not my point. Okay. So it's like when I serve a table and someone's like, "Do you have a military discount?" I'm always like, "I get it. You serve the country, so you. I guess you earned your discount." But those people always tip me shitty. <laughs> they always tip me shitty. I don't know what. It, like, you just got a discount. <laughs> it's like five percent. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Yeah, no, you don't get much. Hey, 
Those dollars and pennies come hey. in handy someday. I'm not saying it doesn't <laughs> help. What I'm saying this is like you're you're not like taking some sweat off their back, like giving them like fifty percent off or anything. But that's the whole reason I don't ever ask for because what's what's a dollar fifty? What's five percent off of something real small? Okay. It don't even phase me. You can get mad at me, but the real criminals are the government who don't give you a better discount. Like, how do you not have a better discount? It's like we're compensating you for your troubles of being out there. Here's a dollar off your meal today. Here's a coupon. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Coupon for a dollar off. Support the troops type shit, but you're only giving them 5% whenever they come back. How fucked up would that be? It's like you just serve the country, and then they're like, uh, they come up to you, like, all right, so we're done. You just, you you didn't re-sign your contract. Here's two, uh, buy one, get one free (laughs) (laughs) at the local Cold Stone Creamery. And then here's the uh, coupon to Pizza Hut. Thank you. $5 $5 Subway gift card. Honestly, I'd still take it and use it. <laughs> said, truth. I got it. I was a gift card I didn't have yesterday. Hell uh, yeah. What's like the worst, like what's like the worst thing like that's in a conversation whenever you've been like, someone finds out you're like, you served this country, just like a really cringy like time, you know, like uh, with what you would call a civilian. That's what military people call non-military people. Yeah, yeah, they're lame as fuck. But <laughs> look, so like I'm just hating. He, I love Kenny. It's not. It's not. It's all hate. Look, hate. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So no, but what was like the cringiest thing? Like you're in a conversation with somebody. They're like, "Thank you for your service." They're thanking you, but it's like a moment. Like you probably well, when they try to relate to me, but they don't really know what they're talking about. When they walk up and they're like, "Salute, Urah, super fine." I'm like, they say all these like stereotypical things I've heard of movies. I'm just like, ugh. Please stop. Wait, did you say hoorah? Yeah, they, they uh, don't. Super fine. <laughs> super fine, <laughs> do or die. All that Marine Has Corps someone stuff. said that? Yeah, people say it all the time, especially when they're drunk at bars and they see my tattoos or something. Hoorah! I'm just like, oh, please stop. Hoorah! Go away. That drunk confidence. Booyah! They're like, I would have joined the Marine Corps too, but uh, if a drill instructor got my face, I would have punched him. I'm like, oh, okay, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Are all drill instructors, like, swole? No. They come with all, all sizes. Assholes, though? Yeah, but it's for like a purpose. In the, in the way that they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's their like job. It's, it's not like they're actually like, I'm going to make you run because I don't like you. It's more so like, I'm going to get on your ass they because you're not getting do. on your own ass enough type shit. Flipping up here and there. and I'm. Yeah, I and then even like that, it's just they have a purpose of making a new person. Their job is to take you from this young high school kid and turn into a Marine. And the way to do that? Is kind of break down the person that you were and kind of yeah. entirely different. Person. I mean, you kind of kind of think that behind it. You gotta think. Fucked, but also like interesting how effective it is. But it works. Well, I mean, if you're going into war, you can't be someone who's gonna get angry or cry at someone who's yelling in your face. It's like, what if someone you're in the middle of combat? Go! Oh, you, are you like it's like do or die. You have to listen to that person. You're like, you don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a lot of it has to do with uh, getting you used to high levels of stress. They stress you out, and then they keep you stressed out, and eventually you just become accustomed to being that stressed all the time. So it becomes your new normal. So how's that affected your everyday life? Everything else, though, is easy now. Everybody else bitches about stuff. I'm like, this is easy. Like, but like, are you like, is it like everyday stress? Like, is that stress just like lingered? Like, it's just like there? Like, you always like over your shoulder, you're like, like. Lingering. Like, I have a high tolerance for it. Like stress? Yeah. Like, it, like you won't get stressed out easily. Mm-hmm. Something that 
could stress somebody else out would necessarily not hamper to you. Yeah, it'll just be like, okay. You deal with it, just push push it on, keep pushing. That's interesting. It's weird, though. It's like, do you, like, in like once you're in the military, you know what I mean? Like, I guess as years go by, it's not as big of a deal, but do you think feel like it's almost like who you are now, like a part of your identity? Like, do you think it's like people when they say, if they see Kenny, like some people, like, Marine, Sergeant Kenny, <laughs> or whatever. Sergeant Gentry? I mean, it is a part of me. That's, that's true. It's not necessarily who you are. No, and that's part of the reason I got out was because I didn't want to be identified by that. I didn't want that to be my whole life. You almost rejoined, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just close. I was, <laughs> real, I was real close to joining, to resigning up. What was it, the deciding factor that stopped you from doing it? Uh, well, one, if I would have stayed in my job, I would have kept deploying, and my whole life would have just been deployment, deployment. What was your job again? I was artillery. Artillery? Yeah. And so you would be just going to, like, and it's not spots, like, like, back to back to back. And it's not like the deployments y'all are thinking of, like combat deployments and stuff. It's They're called Muse, and they just send you on a boat, and you just travel around the world on a boat, hoping something pops off, but never does. What was your favorite endeavor? My favorite endeavor? Just traveling, huh? But, like, like to where, though? Like, what was, like, one of, like, the times? Like, I'm sure you had some shitty places you went to yeah. also. Shitty places. India was not fun. No? No. Did like, you go to Dubai? I went to Abu Dhabi, which is Abu Dhabi. just like Dubai. What yeah. sucked about that then? What? What sucked about that? Like Abu Dhabi was cool. It was just hot, like really hot. And it's those cities are crazy because during the day, it's like a ghost town. It's so hot out there, no one's outside. And you're like, giant cities, and you're like, where is everybody? And then you go inside, and there's like underground connected. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like like kind of like, like ruins just to like make yeah, sure just people don't have to like, it be out in out like 100 and whatever weather. Think about when you open cool. the oven and that gust of hot air hits you in the face. Mm. That's what it feels like everywhere you walk there, outside. all the time. Damn. Is that why it was shitty? I mean, it was hot. That wasn't that wasn't the bad part. Abu okay. Dhabi was cool. Okay, what was like the worst then? The worst place. India was nasty, but like the worst place I had to live in was Djibouti, as in North Africa. Djibouti. <laughs> nah, oh, sorry. Ah, we're kids. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 you said Djibouti. <laughs> Djibouti. <laughs> That place <laughs> sucked. Tough. Yeah, we were out there for like two months. First two weeks, we were just sleeping out in the desert. I was uh, out there, my chones on the ground. Damn. Just Wait, so where do you usually sleep? Like, what, like, in most places, do they give you, like, somewhere to sleep? Or is it all? It depends what we're doing. If we're there just as a libo, yeah, we go get hotels, we stay on the ship. But if we're there to train, you got a little mat, you throw your little mat on the ground, and you... No tent, like tents or anything. No, no tents. You're sleeping under the stars, player. <laughs> yeah. What if it rains? You get you wet, get player. <laughs> <laughs> you have like coats or something. Like no, they don't you do have a shit. sleeping bag. Maybe you, just, you don't have to learn how to sleep wet. Is there a forecast? Like, do you know what like day? Can you like prepare? <laughs> you say you gotta learn yeah. how to sleep wet. <laughs> no, so it? I do have a story about sleeping wet. We were uh, <laughs> we were in the mountains of California training, and this big. El Nino <laughs> came through. It's like the version of the big storms that come in like February. Okay. Hurricane. Like, yeah, like their wet season. Okay. And me- they knew it was coming. They're like, ah, we'll be fine. We're still going to go out there and train. Because you ain't training unless it's raining. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. So we go out there. We don't have any tents or anything. We have a little tarp, and that's it. And it doesn't even stop water. It sucks. And it starts just pissing rain on us. 
Damn. For like two days straight. And we're sleeping two out days. there. Oh, no. We made a little makeshift, like, dug trenches around ourselves so the water would, like, pull up and go away from us. That's one of those, like, moments you're, like, you're just so miserable. never going to stop raining. And then <laughs> what we would do is you and your buddy would put y'all's tarps together and y'all get real close to make a tent because the tarps are small. So y'all put y'all's tarps like together to make a like tent. one person tarp tarps, yeah. right? Yeah. And oh, then y'all would just sleep next to each other in the pouring rain. That's super resourceful. It still sucks, though. Still, I mean, we were still soaking wet. You just woke up drenched miserable hell yeah and That's then definitely what you want after two days of that they were like you know what i think we should call it quits and then we had to walk <laughs> our asses like five miles back through the mud and all of our shit on us just miserable that's fun it was a good time though that sounds horrible i have something that was similar i'm just kidding it wasn't that similar say, he's like, like similar to that i, I got rained on <laughs> On the way to work, like, in serving tables or something? No, nah, like I was that. at a festival. First of all, it was up. raining. I was stuck in that shit for, like, three oh, hours. Okay, I yeah, was stuck in it for, like, two hours. I mean, that's way worse, of course. But just, like, saying, like, that shit it's sucks. By choice, yeah. yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he also signed up by choice. No one said, you... That's fair. That's a good point. That's why I don't ever bitch about it. He was like... I remember he was so optimistic going to He's like, I think this is going to be great. I mean, it was probably... it was. I think it was great for you. You know, you did. But he was like... I'm excited. I think this is gonna be really good. And then he's like, when he's in the rain, he's like, probably like, fuck. It didn't even take that long. Like, I, it was like three or four months into it. I was like, you regret it yet? He's like, bro, this shit's kind of hell. It's not bad, but it's kind of fucking horrible. <laughs> okay, so then what was the best, like best place? Like what? Like if whenever you were traveling, like what was like a place like you stopped in? It was like, well, obviously, Hawaii is dope. Been there a few times, but that's still America. My favorite foreign place was Singapore. Singapore, Singapore was the last. I believe it, man. The architecture, just like it's everything just you see about one, it, looks awesome. That is the cleanest big city I've ever seen in my life. That's what it looks it like. It looks like clean. a like because they have like, like one of the other places is uh like Santorini, Greece. Like they have like all like white buildings. Mm-hmm. Like this, like kind of a populated well, area. Singapore's like, still pretty young. Right, true. Speaking. But I was saying, like, whenever you look at like kind of the city of Singapore, you're like, damn, this place looks pretty, like, like obviously, like pretty it's new. Nice but it's well, they got a lot of very, rules too. To keep it's it very clean. well taken care of. Is what I'm trying to get to. Is there a, a homeless people? Is there like, a, I mean, there might be. I don't if they know. got homeless people. They're hiding them somewhere because I didn't see. Them. <laughs> it's like, there's visitors. Go. Like, y'all gotta go into y'all's corner. Go, 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 go. They're just like in the shadows. Hotels house them for like one night, three, just to get them like off the streets. But it's a very rich city, and there's a lot of there's a lot of business there. So I doubt there's very many. Hmm, fair. That's interesting. It that does seem like there's a lot of money in that. There's city. a lot of money in there. For sure. See, you see, you see it like that, and then you see a lot of people are like, you need homeless people for <laughs> for a good society. <laughs> well, Singapore is obviously maybe doing it right, or they just hide their homeless people really well. It's possible. Maybe they're hidden. That's true. So when you're traveling, like, from place to place, is it like, fun at all or is it just mostly like work for you so you're like i mean it's just like another day in the office no matter where i mean for those times when we travel we're overseas traveling we're on a boat on those big ships and quite frankly we don't do shit (laughs) (laughs) we just eat sleep go to the gym and that's it wait for the destination wait till we get somewhere to go do something damn so like how like about how long are you in each place whenever y'all i guess port we port Two or three days, the minimum. The longest I was in port somewhere was probably like a week, two weeks. Okay. And where was that at? Uh, our sh- 
on my first deployment, our ship broke down in Guam, so we were there for like two oh weeks. Shit. What was that like? Like your first deployment, and your fucking ship broke down. Well, they put me on this thirty-year-old ship that was falling apart. I was like, damn, we're probably gonna sink out here. <laughs> That's fucked. That's These big waves funny. gonna hit us, and we're just going straight down. <laughs> <laughs> your first deployment too. You're like, fuck, I can't get nowhere. No, no, they had this brand new ship with us, so the ships go out in threes. So there's three ships that go out, and they put us on the shittiest one. Pinta, the Pina, the Santa Maria. <laughs> they put me on the USS Pearl Harbor the first time. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's pretty dope. No. No? Piece of shit. <laughs> Piece of shit. Okay. Name better than, it's actually than the, the reality of it. Was it all dudes? No. The Navy has plenty of women. <laughs> was that a question? I don't know. But as far as my unit, yeah, I'm pretty sure we had like one girl in our unit. And I'm just saying, like, no offense, like I love the homies, but being around all dudes for a long time, like I'm for me, I can't speak for everyone. Get old real fast. Not saying like, like how it's long just can you really spend in a locker room type shit? And oh, you think it's like that? Think about <laughs> living in that locker room. <laughs> yeah, no. with like only a couple feet between each of y'all. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, thank you. It's like after a while, I'm like, it's fun. Uh, for oh shit, it's cool though. Y'all get tight. Y'all get a little too close in there. Y'all get way too comfortable with each other. Break each other off. No, no, no. That's not I that said, far. Do you have any stories about getting too comfortable in there? I mean, <laughs> uh, man, did you, you ever kiss ever, a like, dude? Bar with each other, like in like the yeah, people fall all the time. Quarters and shit. That's just, I believe like, that. Sounds kind of fun. You bump into somebody or someone stole your shit. Who the fuck stole my shit? And then you start accusing people, and they're like, fuck you. And it's like that banter, and then, boom, next thing you know, there's a brawl. Getting it on. And then everybody just jumps in because it's fun. I was going to say, like, it must be fun it because it's like, brawls. obviously mm -hmm. you're not going to kill anybody. No, but. I mean, but you're not really going to try to seriously injure somebody. It's mostly just As for serious like fights go, we usually break them up. But the small fights that are just fun, we're just brawling to have fun. Right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like, like after a while, once you like once you obviously have training and you know what you're doing with your hands type shit, like it's probably a little bit Ooh. fun to spar with people. Let me clear up that uh, assumption <laughs> about that a, the military. Is, that, is huh. that a wildly like misled? Just because you're in the military, <laughs> don't mean you know how to fight. All right, I'll be honest okay. with you. I mean, you know how to use a gun. That's, that's all though. you need to know. You don't need to use hands. <laughs> what do you need hands for? Well, Maybe up close combat, but like even then. I don't think that's too much of a thing these days. You got so, so much other like, shit what going on. Like, like people that you were around at least, like actually knew what they were doing. Like, as far as their training went, the people I knew that actually know how to fight, they just naturally had them hands. Really, they knew like, how to fight before. Like they came going in. into it. Yeah, they were just like fighters. As far as people I know that like couldn't fight, joined the Marine Corps, then came like great fighters. Mm -hmm. I don't think I know any. None. None. Damn. None. So I, I mean, I, I thought at least like they would teach you some type of. They like teach you stuff. Close, close hand combat. They at do. Least. There's belts. There's like a martial arts program and whatnot. Just cause like I mean, in a situation if like your weapon was to be like taken out of your hand or something like that, if you were to get like, uh, what's it called, compromised, like at, at some point you might need to know how to fight with your hands. You know what I mean? Especially if. So they do. I uh, I went through the whole program. What they teach you a lot of stuff to fight, but the problem with it is. You don't do it enough. You don't train it enough to be actually like proficient in it. So it's like, or at least we didn't. Maybe other units do, but as far as the units I was in, I was in, we didn't do the hand-to-hand -hand fighting enough to become good at it. We just we focused more on our job, and we got real good at our job. So it's kind of like buying a gun and 
never going to the range or never going and shoot that hoe yeah. just expecting like to know you what you're doing it, with it type shit. If you're not you practicing. Have it, but can you use it? Can you utilize it correctly? Yeah, exactly. Is there anything, <clears throat> like, since you've been out, like, you miss it? Yeah. Like, in what ways, though? Like, and the what, way what, like what ways do you miss it? If I got called back, I wouldn't be mad, but I'm not going to go back into the office and say I want back in. I guess that's fair. Do you miss, like, the structure of it? Like, the no matter what, you have a task to do every day. Yeah, there's like, purpose in your life. Yeah. And everybody knows their lane. See that. Yeah, because, yeah, I mean. Everybody's in their lane. Your rank and your units and stuff like that. You know who to go to for this and who to go to for that. That's, I feel that. Uh, that that's, that's what I always saw, like, the military being. It's like, a, like an Im- immense, like, level of structure for nothing else. Like, if you can't. Like get it together, then I'm not saying the military's for everybody, but it, uh, what it will do is like, I feel like sh- show you a level of discipline and structure for life that you forward if you have what it takes. Yeah, or if you don't get completely fucked up while you're in the mi- middle of it all. Like I remember you showed me this video. See, like this is where it's like, I guess the disconnect for me is like I just I won't get it. I don't think I could ever just be like, yeah, it was like a video. And it's, like, I guess all the newbies or something. So, like, all, like, the sergeants, I guess, are, like, people who have been in there for a while went into all the rooms and threw everyone's shit from their rooms over a balcony and then made them go grab it and bring it all the way back. Is this, or is this not true? (laughs) I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like. I don't know. For me personally, I'm like, I'd be like, man, fuck. It's <laughs> like, one of those what does this have to do with my training? <laughs> like, right? This It's considered hazing. You're not supposed to do it. But it still happens. Deeply encouraged while also deeply frowned upon. I'll look the other way. I didn't see anything. <laughs> like, but it's a fine line between training and hazing. And you really got to figure out where that line's at. See, that's what that's what I'm saying. Cause like, if you're too sensitive, like that line could be different from well, you it's to not the about person. Ins- like, it's not about your sensitivity. It, kind of. Really? Fuck your sensitivity. You don't get to draw the line. The was, line is drawn saying. by the Marine Corps. That's what, that's what I was gonna say though. Is like, if somebody goes in there with like a sensitive mind, then they could be drawing a line. Yes. Like, this is training. What are you doing? Well, so that's like, another thing. Because you know I mean? people, those sensitive people, are like, you're, I'm being hazed. I'm like, no, you're not. You're getting trained. Right. Uh, did they touch you? No. Did they make you do anything embarrassing or degrading? No, you're not getting hazed. Fair. You're getting trained. It may be tough and you may not like it, <laughs> but it's legal, so do it. You signed up for it. Yeah. That that's, that's the biggest funny. thing I tell everybody. Like, be about that life. And if you're not about it, you're not going to succeed. Right. If you fight it, you're going to be miserable. You're going to hate your life and you won't achieve anything in there. You'll hate your life and you'll see it as a, a prison sentence for four years till you get out. Did you see anyone that's like uh, get like discharged, like uh, un- like dis like dis like honorably discharged, yeah. or did you see like anyone just like quit, like like, like they were in there and they were just like I can't take you're anymore. Allowed to speak on it. Yeah, it was the craziest situation where somebody was like, can't do this. It's something where they got discharged type shit. I have many stories about that. <laughs> uh, the first one, <laughs> the mini, the first, the first one, <laughs> chapter one <laughs> was like <laughs> in boot camp, like within the first two months, like yeah. damn immediately, immediately. Like that. It was just a sensitive-ass kid. He got pressured into it. Either the recruiter or his family pressured him into it. <laughs> he just was not about that life. And then, I mean, not to embarrass him. I'm not going to say his name, but right. he said he wanted to quit. And he told the, the joint structures that. And, like, at that point, they want to get rid of you. So they're just going to make your life hell. And it got to the yeah. point where 
And like scream it. Scream you're a fucking quitter. Say you're a little bitch in front of everybody and like going <laughs> off on him. Jesus Christ. And then the same kid <clears throat> Oh, this is embarrassing for him. We're standing in battalion formation getting inspected. And he pissed his pants like right in front of me. Just a puddle formed around his feet. And we're standing at attention, like dead still, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that needless to say that that's, guy did not make it. That's tough. But see, but see, that's kind of like that, like, like what you were saying is like whenever you you want to quit, that's when they start hitting you harder. It's kind of like the same thing. You're trying to get off work. You go ask your boss, hey, uh, can I be cut yet? And they go make sure you're the last one that's cut now. Why are you speaking up? Do your job. Do what you got to do. You're here for a purpose, right? All right. So why are you saying you got to go? Why are you saying you want to quit? Why are we talking about this? do what you got to do? You're out of here when you're out of here. I'll make sure you go. Yeah. For good. this. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody thinks boot camp's the hardest time. It's not. It's your easiest time. So if you're quitting at that, it's only going to get harder. It don't get any easier. So wait, I, w- I would say, like, is it the hardest because it's, like, you're coming in, like, trying to break down, like you said, like, earlier, you're trying, they're trying to break you down as a person so they can build you back up as a soldier, right? So, like, would it not be the most difficult part it, because you're not so mentally prepared for it because you're coming in like a, as, as a, I guess, like a freshman to the, to the game? If you failed to adapt, it is hard. But the boot camp part? Yeah, but okay. after like two weeks, you click. It clicks. It's so scheduled that every day is almost exactly the same. That's what and it that seems. if you don't pick it up, that's your fault. You're just you're failing to adapt to the situation. It seems like the first week or so, your your sleep schedule might be fucked up. That you might not be used to the food. You might be like kind of like working your way into it. But like I feel like once you like dead dead waking up at four or five, whatever a.m. they got you up at for breakfast. Once that happening every day, like eventually, you, I mean, I'm up yeah. now. Week one was a cu- <laughs> I'm up now. Week what one was a culture shock. Week one week one was just like damn. What did I get myself into? Well, that's the best time to quit anyways. Okay, like later on though. Like, okay, of course boot camp. Like, I feel like if you're going to quit, that's the best time. Because it's not a discharge, is it? Are you officially in? I mean, you signed a contract. Because you're not a Marine until after boot camp, right? I don't know the technicalities of it. Like, that's very technical. There's, like, you signed a contract. There's a though. couple guys from my platoon that got kicked out. But I don't think, once you get kicked out, you can't come back to the Marine Corps, I'm pretty sure. Because one of them that got kicked out, he went to the army right after that. Oh, you can go to a different military service. Yeah. I didn't know that. But is that still like on your record though? I was gonna ask that. I don't know. Like I never got kicked out. Uh, I think I think my pops has told me something about that when he was in the air force about a dishonorable discharge. I think it like not necessarily something that you brag about or tell people, but I think your job. You have to put it if uh, the spots on the application. Oh, oh yeah, they're yeah. on applications. If you got you're required this to be discharged, you got to say it. True. But here's the thing about that: you got to do some fucked up shit to get dishonorable. Really? Like I know people that have done some bad things that got kicked out, and they only got like other than honorable or a general discharge. Cause it, so that's like not that bad then. Yeah, it's not honorable, but it's just like hey, you're getting kicked out, but it's not like super bad. Because the only cases of dishonorable discharge that I ever remember like coming across was like people that would like leave their post or like traders or stuff that's like not even well trader probably but i mean like leaving your post, post like that's not even dishonorable discharge anymore going ua is what called unauthorized absence really nope you won't even get kicked out i have a buddy that lives here in texas that went Especially UA. If it's, even if it's in like in a like i guess like a war zone well i wouldn't know i've never been to a war zone that's that's funny that's, that's like a bit more 
it's probably a bit more serious if you leave your post out there. Cause that's that's what I was saying. I wasn't mean like leaving your post like you're on fucking night shift at a fucking. But yeah, like I, I can mean see like it because I now mean you're like if, if you're leaving your post at like in a like a battleground, I guess necessarily kind of like letting like you're supposed to ha- like be your brother's keeper and you're not there doing what you're because it no longer is just affecting you. You're affecting the lives of people around you. Yeah, because your fellow leaving your post in America at a base is just like all right, he's gone. Went to get a burger. It doesn't really affect anybody, but out there, yeah, like you could potentially get someone killed. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I haven't heard anything like. Conduct-wise, it's mostly, like, actually putting people's lives information. But, yeah, I don't I don't know a single person that's gotten a dishonorable discharge. That's good, though. At least you weren't around anyone who did. I feel like if you say it has to be something crazy, you, you have to something real crazy. Yeah, like, that's kind of... Murder somebody <laughs> on base. Like, oh, my God. I think that's crazy. jail time. Well, yeah, <laughs> you're, going, you're going to the brig. So, I guess sure. at that point... Only way you're getting dishonorable discharge, I'm kidding, is that you have to do prison time. Is a brig worse than jail or a prison? And and what, what what's the difference? Couldn't tell you, never been, but I do know <laughs> it's more structured than a regular prison. They they put you on a schedule to make you wake up, make your bed, oh, do all shit. that military stuff. Yo, are there pirates? I was just thinking, like, he, like, I mean, he's been on the ship, you know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, there's Somalian pirates. We had to watch out for them in the Strait of Hormuz. For real? Yeah. Okay, like, what do pirates, uh, they just, like, what do, like, I don't get they it. Like, come on these little long boats and they just drive up next to you. It's a weird thing to be uh, these days, I feel like. Like, back then, people had, were, like, ships were, like, a lot. I guess you still have precious cargo. I guess some ships do, but, like, to be a pirate now, I feel like it's a little bit weirder. Well, these definitely dudes a lot are harder balls in too. But pirates? The pirates out there, okay, think about this. Would you come up to a warship on a little dinghy? <laughs> <laughs> like a small little one. We're going to get you. Hell fuck. No. You got to be sneaky, though. You're not getting sneaky. You're not sneaking up on a warship. Well, yeah, with like. You're not doing it. That's what not I'm saying. Not a little dinghy like they're, like they're using. That's what I'm saying. How the fuck are you going to be a pirate now? Back in the day when most people used ship to travel like far, you didn't have airplanes. People were doing ships. You know what I'm saying? Everyone's, like, equal out there in the fucking thing unless you have a military. You're robbing people. If you have a whole crew, you're taking over. Now it's like these big ships have whole crews. Like, you could dock this big ship in any town and, I mean, like, do maybe a couple of days worth of damage before you get arrested. But, like, at the end of the day, like, there's no, like, really big options. Like, you're not pulling into a port and you're, like, Robbing the boats that are at the port, that's not going to happen. Like, I mean, you could try, but it's probably going to be Coast Guard on your ass, like, immediately. I had a fear when I was younger. It was weird. Like, it was, like, a small amount of time. It was, like, because I remember hearing, like, in Jamaica, there was a cruise ship that got robbed by people. And I was, like, damn, that probably happened a lot on cruise ships. And I was, like, damn, I'll never go on a cruise because what if it gets robbed by pirates? That's your, <laughs> that's your no, like, fear for not going on No, I would go on them now, but like when I was younger, I was like, damn, it's kind of dangerous I, to I go on a cruise. I'm going to get robbed by a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. I mean, you can't say it's like it wouldn't happen because it happened. They got robbed by pirates. I can't go on a plane because that one plane went down somewhere in the world that one time. Which I know is Kenny's actually a pirate. I thought you were going to say pilot. No, he's a pirate. He's a special kind of pirate, though. Where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, I'll let the mind wander. I'll let the I'll let the people fill in the blanks on that one. Oh my god! 
but not. Um, he's back though. Like, what? Like, what's like? What'd you miss when you were gone? Or like, I mean, I guess family friends besides. That, I guess. You know what I mean? What did I miss while I was over there? It's like fuck. I miss nothing. Fuck yeah, y'all. Fuck everything, bro. <laughs> about that life. He said, "I'm in it to win it." No prize though. I no, get nothing I guess, for like it. anybody else. I saw y'all having fun. Everybody hanging out, and I just missed that. Miss being around everybody. Got FOMO. Get hard. Yeah. So what are you doing now? Shit. Like, what's your plans? You got any? Forward. Get a degree now. I got free college. Might as well use it. Yeah, oh, I know yeah. you were doing uh, like solar panels and shit. No, right? I was uh, working. I was building wind turbines. Hell yeah. How was that? That was dope. I was making hella money out there. But what made you come back? That was a lonely life, living on the road by yourself. That makes sense. That it was because I was working what six days a week, twelve to fourteen hours, in the middle of nowhere, one day off. And you were in was, each place for like what, like a few months. weeks to a month? Oh, I thought it was months. just like a month area. But no, like, I was okay, so you were in Montana, right? Yeah, the last place I was at was Montana. Yeah. You're at Montana. Cause that place was fucking beautiful that you sent me. Yeah, I was right Fuck on the edge of Yellowstone, yeah. about an hour and a half left uh, west of Billings, mm-hmm. one of the big cities out there. Bro, that shit was crazy. It was the pictures beautiful you were out there. Mm. Like, I'm not gonna lie, guys, I miss y'all. Here. Did you have any fun while you were out there, though? I went exploring a lot, not on nature stuff, because that's the only thing to do. I lived in a small town in the mountains, like 500 people was the population. Damn. It was cool though. I had my own house. The mountains, snowing, beautiful. That's the life, I feel like. Yeah, if you had, like, a family or something, you know, like, have a farm. You know what I mean? Like, self-sustainable lifestyle. I mean, not the working part. Like, I wouldn't want to work that many hours. You're not seeing the family you have. But, like, <laughs> being out there, like, that just scenery, having the nature. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like if I ever was like, you know what? Everybody. I'm done with this shit. Chucked in the deuces. Was to disappear again. I'm going to Montana. Small, like, ho- have, like, a couple small horses, little Australian yeah, shepherds. Farms, you know yeah, I mean? you know what I mean? Have your little dogs running around and shit. It'd be a good time, though. Didn't you go snowboarding and shit while you were out there? Yeah. Go hiking at all? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I mean, that was the only thing that. to do. When you what think? was the highest, like, mountain you hiked? Or, like, highest thing? Do you remember, like, altitude-wise? No, but the fact that I lived in the mountains, I was already at high altitude. You were like, it didn't matter. I was, it was, like, that air was crisp. there, dog. <laughs> that was some crisp, crisp air out there. Crisp like fucking seltzer. That's some McDonald's Sprite crisp out there. <laughs> McDonald's that was a better Sprite. analogy. That was a better analogy than what I said. What I said wasn't. It wasn't uh, a great analogy. So you doing when? So now you're back going to school. What are you going to school for now, though? What's like what's engineering what's, degree? Yeah. I don't, haven't really picked which kind, but you're at just um, going down the path. UHCL right now. No, I'm at San Jack. San Jack. Keep it simple. I mean, but regardless, I'm sure that GI Bill covers yeah, yeah. fuck ton I mean, of hours. What's the point of going to online school at a university when I can do the same thing? At a How many hours do you get on that? What do you mean? Like the GI Bill, GI like Bill, thirty-six hours a year total. Total. What? You get thirty-six total? hours. Yeah. Thirty-six hours total. Well, I don't know how it translates over to college hours, but it it roughly equates to about three years. You can do three years of college. Oh, yeah, I was like. I was like, what's no, going on? No, not one semester, like two semesters. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know how they equate it in the math. Yeah, yeah I don't know. know. It, it equals about three years. Well, because in Texas, like, you get the GI Bill and Hazelwood Act. Mm-hmm. Once, you Once your GI Bill's gone, you go straight into the Hazelwood Act. Which is what? Just another bill that Texas hours. does because we're better than everybody. 150 college hours for so basically, regardless, you have a ch- like, fuck the g- like, regardless, you have the Hazelwood Act too. So, so you, you have use a fuck the GI first. Yeah, 
because as long as I don't fail my classes, I'm good. You have a ton of hours. Oh, yeah. You have the and your kids have like you could have two kids and they could basically could, go through. I could yeah. almost maybe stretch out a master's if I worked hard enough, but fuck that. I just want a bachelor's. He's like, let me just let me get it going. I'm let me get, get out, back there. out there. And work. I heard that. Well, that's good for sure, brother. It's good to have you back, and we're very appreciative to have you on the show. Because this is our first episode about a year with a guest on, I think. It's been a while. It's been a while. I think your first guest back, on. yeah. But uh, this has been really fun. We've had a great conversation about your past in the military. Yeah, I have a question. One more question. Now. If for all those people who are thinking to join the military or having, what would you tell anyone? Like, convert, like you, if you were looking at yourself mm-hmm. or like a kid who's about to go in, like sign that contract, there was a recruiter, and, like, you're about to go into boot camp and do this shit for your life, like, for the next fucking four years or whatever. Like, what's some advice you would give uh, that one, kid? I'll say, it's not Call of Duty. Get that shit out your head. Mm-hmm. Two, don't be a little bitch. <laughs> All right. Three, <laughs> I knew that. Okay, be about that life. Okay. That's it? Like, that's... Like, that sums it all up. what you do. Understand, right. it's going to suck. All right? It's not going to be rainbow and sunshine all the time. Alright. Two, be willing to accept that it's gonna you're gonna change. You have to accept that. And if you fight it, you're not gonna enjoy your time out there. And all just right. I have one more question. Go for too, it. Give it, it your all. <laughs> it kinda eats at me. I I thought like maybe I should but not nah, fuck it. Um something that I've been thinking about for a while is like do you think that like the recruiting process and how we do like the process of selecting who's going to be military is kind of off. The way I feel like it is, like, if, not don't get me wrong, it's probably not, like, the easiest, but in my opinion, if every citizen, I guess, was forced to go into at least some type of training as far as military, like, acts go and things like that, that would be a lot, lot better than the situation that we have of, like, saying, Oh, you don't have any better plans, or you don't have anything on. You don't know what you're, where your trajectory is. Come on down to the great military complex that we have going on. I feel like our recruiting process doesn't really like make sense. We're being like left with the options that we get instead of like having like actual like trying to recruit the top notch. Like you get those like really like good. If you put training in everyone. You actually see the people know how to protect. Taking everyone that you possibly can and just training those. That's what gives us like our well, numbers. Once you get and, like, into our each branch, you get your basic training, right? Mm-hmm. Then they find the people that are good, and then you go to the advanced stuff. Okay, so what are the people that are not good? Here? They do they the regular like jobs that you signed up for. Okay, so so what? Like you sign up for a job okay, before so you leave. Before you leave to go off to boot camp, you have a job. Oh, okay. There's certain people though that doesn't apply to. They'll sign what's called an open contract where. Once they're done with boot camp, they'll just give them a random job that's available. I didn't know that. I thought that that... But like no, it's not just like, I'm going to the Army or Marine Corps, and then you just get a random job. No. Right. You go in there, and it's not a specific specific job. They're just like, all right, here's like a category job. There's like five different jobs in there. You'll get one of those. You like this category? They're like, all right, yeah, I'll do that. Like me, I signed up for combat support. So it had artillery, tanks, Amtraks. And one other thing I forgot. But Didn't you I could have been sign up for something else. Cause I, I seem to remember something. I else. signed up for intelligence first. 
but then uh, something, something happening, happened, you had to go to. Yeah. Those people are smart, though. Like, uh, intelligence I'm usually. I'm glad I didn't go intelligence, though. Why? Because they're a bunch of pussies. I mean, yeah, but I still, like, you got to think, it's like, those people are just like, it's brains. Yeah. It's not like, if you have someone who's super strong, but they're smart, they're like, we got to pick one here. You know, I'd rather, like, probably, like, guns, you know what I'm saying? We got enough smart people. Like, you can use, like, more... Yeah, that's fair. It's like you knew what you were signing up of and then kind of got experience. All right, I want to do a couple things before we sign off. The first one real quick. Signing off for Kenny. All right, you ha- right now, uh, give the people, describe yourself as if you're like on a dating website. Like, hi, I'm Kenny. I'm 23. I like long walks on the beach, but you have to give us a little bit of details about yourself before we sign off. Go. Tell us about yourself, Kenny. Oh my God. <laughs> Hell yeah, let's You're go. Me on the spot. I've never heard this idea. <laughs> We're getting spicy. <laughs> I just want to hear it. It's going to be funny. Name's Kenny Gentry. We'll start there. Is it? How old are we, Kenny? All right. What do you like to do? What are you doing? Long what are you walks on the beach. You can't use that one. Like you tell yourself, so like those hit you up. You're gonna or just be like, have fun I, with it. I just love, I love poetry. Bite on your toes. <laughs> I like being romantic and setting candlestick dinners for people that aren't even my friends because I'm so generous and such a kind person. He doesn't do that. Know his life. Um. All right. So, what do you do? What about you? Tell us about your life, real quick. Go. It can be a couple of sentences, just quick. Knock it off. No- what do you like? What do you do? That. Drinking. Drinking. There we go. All right. About to go to the uh, bro, it's crawfish, crawfish season. All right, anyway, oh, just the final thing here. Uh, go follow my TikTok, Rad Dude Danny. I'm gonna have a couple little snippets where we ask people questions, like one question, like a couple questions or, or whatever, and basically get like inside scoop on different people, different stories. So we all have our own stories. So don't forget to tune in there. It's at Rad Dude Dandy. Check us out, check our Twitters out. Instagram, you know, all the good stuff. Also, Core Vision Season 2 is in the works. We're making some shit happen, moving some shit around. Going to have a whole new episode probably two weeks from when this is dropped. And you guys stay tuned. Thank you all for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate you, Kenny, for coming on. We're really uh, glad to have you on here. All right, y'all take care. Signing off. Fine and dandy. With love.